presents the I-70 Hot Tag with your host, Chaos Chase, and the real Josh Elliott. All right, guys. So uh, welcome to the I-70 Hot Tag podcast. We are uh, doing an exclusive interview. Uh, this is Josh Elliott. Uh, my co-host Chase is uh, got other obligations to to uh, to attend to tonight. So uh, he's actually at the uh, Kansas City Royals game tonight. So he will unable be unable to uh, be with us tonight to interview. But I wanted to introduce our guest tonight. Um, uh, we brought him to the uh, CSW events that held uh, last weekend uh, at the Camelot Ballroom. Uh, this is our buddy Chris Kukendall is uh, joining us today. What's going on, Chris? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Happy to be here. So uh, we wanted to we wanted to bring Chris on and kind of uh, you know get his thoughts on the events that took place last weekend. We'll start this off, man. Like you know, this is this is your this is your second pro wrestling event you've been to live, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. So like. And and you're not a you're not a big pro wrestling fan, are you? Not a big pro wrestling fan. Uh, the only reason why I'm maybe as familiar with some of the goofy stuff that, uh, in my opinion, goofy stuff, uh, only because I'm not as open. Let me rephrase: not as open. Uh, I'm not as uh, acclimated with it uh, as you and 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 Chase is. Um, just learning that stuff from you guys and all the, uh, you know, different uh, mannerisms and, and different catchphrases and moves, uh, you know, power moves that you guys would do like the, what is it like the diamond Dallas page move or something like that, you know, just, just, just goofy, goofy to me seeing it uh, from the outside, you know what I mean? So um, aside from your more famous names, you know, that you see in, in the pro wrestling world, um, I'm not as familiar with it now. So, you, you know, you, you know, the guys like Hulk Hogan, you know, Macho Man, Randy Savage, and even probably some of the current guys you might, you might know John Cena. Yeah, those, no, those... I, I can't ever, I can't ever see him though, but yeah, I know John <laughs> Cena. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Silly yeah. joke, I know. <laughs> so, um, so let's kind of shift toward this, this event, man. Like you, we, we, we roll up, uh, you know, we all kind of drive separately. We we all show up, and this this event's taking place at the Camelot Ballroom. Um, so, tell us as we pulled up to this event, or the whole venue. What what were your thoughts about the Camelot Ballroom as a whole? What did you think of the venue? So, um, like you said, kind of painting a picture. When I'm driving up to the venue, and uh, similar to last time when we uh, when we went, which was you know noted a couple years back. Um, but there was a lot of similarities as far as, you know, it's very, um, there's a lot of patrons, you know, there's people excited to get in. Uh, I'm excited to experience it. There's already a line out the door. Um, so I'm, I'm curious to see, it's like, man, this is, you know, maybe this is going to be similar last time, but most likely uh, with some new, with some new people, possibly new people. I don't, I don't know. Just first going into it first, what I'm thinking. Um as soon as we start walking up, it seemed like the line got much longer. Um, more power to them. There's a, it's, it's going to be somewhat of a, a packed house, and there was, there was definitely a lot of people in there. Um, already, as soon as uh, you, me, and Chase get up to stand in the line, a guy in front of us, you know, is is um, already talking about uh, who's possibly going to be, you know, um, 
performing tonight, you know, who's going to be including the matches. Um, and just, just very, a lot of excitement and a lot of uh, enthusiasm from everyone we had seen. Um, it was, it was, it was uh, infectious. I'll say that because it, aside from getting there and getting to hang out with you guys, um, being able to experience something like that, that I've only ever done once before a couple of years back, I was definitely excited to say the least. Right. You know, speaking, um, from an experience standpoint. So last time we went to the NWL, which was, I think, about four or five years ago. Not exactly sure the exact date, but I know NWL went out of business um, probably in 2018-ish. I'm not 100% mm -hmm. sure on that, but um, that was the last event that we went to, all three of us. And then this one kind of uh, rolled up on us, and we all, we all decided to take this uh, – take the opportunity to go watch some pro wrestling. But as far as an experience standpoint, we sat front row, you know, and saw the action like right up close and personal. What was that like sitting that close to the ring? Um, the, the experience of seeing um, it wasn't where we sat was probably about the best spot that I think of that we could have gotten. Um, and the reason why, uh, at least in my opinion, seeing the um the performers and the wrestlers come out on the other side we didn't have to like turn our heads it was all just kind of a like a like like you're at a movie theater you're seeing everything literally in front of you you don't have to cock your head left or right you don't have to you know go through and uh, do too much to actually see the full picture uh, it, it was um from where we sat it was being in the front row as well was definitely amazing um being able to um, I mean, the only thing that really obviously um, um, separated us from where we were sitting to the, the to the performers literally walking around the ring was the metal gate, which um, we'll get into it later, um, wasn't exactly as much of a thing anymore when it got more into uh, a crowd instance. But again, we'll get into that later. I'm sure you have a couple questions about that. Um, yeah, you know, and, and, and that may not be something that, you know, especially you not being a wrestling fan and the last event we were at, we were a little bit further back. You know, you, you're close enough now to be able to see see that as they're coming up. They're right up, you know, wrestling right in front of you, five feet in front of you. So what is your overall experience, thoughts about the best pizza chef in all the land, Luigi Primo? <laughs> um. I'm getting lightheaded, just just still laughing about it. Um, looking at this from you know first time experiencing the, this particular performer, you know slash wrestler, uh, it it and he he I can't I couldn't see it right off the bat, but he put his hands up in the air. I'm wondering to myself, what does he have his hands up in the air for? You know, is he doing like some pistol guns thing? Like that's that that's kind of tropish or maybe cliche. And then I see the the he's spinning the pizza dough. You know, he's, he's spinning the, the, the pizza dough, dude. It's it's one of the funniest things throughout my entire life uh, that I've ever, ever experienced. I cannot I cannot illustrate um, how hard I was laughing. And uh, my chest actually started to hurt because of how hard I was laughing. And I think that's another reason why I teared up. But between the two, you know, the best piece in the land, uh, it, it, it the guy was awesome. So Right. Yeah, I mean those type of uh, those type of gimmicks kind of uh, stick with people, especially those who uh, 
you know, aren't a wrestling fan. You know, so some of the, some of the, you know, the, the guy's name was Arjun Singh, and he, he is, he, he's a great wrestler, and you know, he was going up against Luigi Primo, who's, you know, the gimmick. You know, he's the he's the comedy character, which Luigi did end up getting the win, um, but, you know. He made such an impact on on you not being a wrestling fan that you actually went up and and talked to him and got a picture with him at the merch table. Is that right? Oh, uh, that's correct. Yeah, that's exactly right. It, it like you said, it, it, he's really stood out as and resonated with uh, in me. Where it's like, you know what? I kind of want to have a brief conversation with this guy and see what you know how is kind of uh, how um, just like. Just how awesome, you know, his performance was and how awesome of a guy he was. And he was, uh, as soon as I went up to, to uh, talk to him after a couple other uh, people had talked to him, he was, he was cool, calm. He was very energetic at the same time. And he was, he was excited to be there and excited to um, interact with people that um, loved what he was, um, as you said earlier, the gimmick that he was portraying and, um, you know, just running with. That's awesome, man. I'm. Uh, I was really excited to, to ask you about that because that was, you know, that was he. He that stuck out to me as far as like you know, watching the show and seeing how how you reacted to him was was one of my you know favorite moments of the night. Um, you know, we're not going to get into every single match because you know that's not kind of what this interview is about. I just kind of wanted to get your experience as a whole. So really, I've got you know my final question. Um, and I've got maybe one follow-up, too, was, you know, other than the Luigi Primo match, um, and I'm probably going to know what you're going to talk about, but what match stood out to you other than the Luigi, you know, the Luigi match? What match stood out to you as, you know, the best match of the night and kind of kind of tell what, what you thought of that match? Well, I, I'm, I'm, first of all, I want to say, obviously, I knew you were going to ask this question. It was only a matter of time, which I appreciate you asking the question. To answer your question, um, the, it was uh, no disrespect to the rest of the matches, you know, throughout. The, this is no shade being thrown at them in any way, shape, or form. But the reason why this last match, I'm sorry, excuse me, the reason why the match I'm going to talk about was the main headliner was because it was the main headliner. Like, it was the main event, if you will. Um it was a tag team between these, uh, what looked to be twins, um, yeah, and these two other gentlemen. It was um, the Howlets versus the Premier. Okay, thank you. Um, so yeah, still some names just uh, I forget and I apologize. Um, you know, I don't recall the the the, the match uh, between you know the the between them. Um, it was the the amount of stuff that they had kind of pulled out. In this particular match, the, the one to answer your question I'm talking about is the main event match, the last match of the night. Um, the amount of stuff that I saw them pull out in this match, uh, I, I was honestly surprised. It, it caught me off guard as well as I was very intrigued to know what was going to happen next. And then as soon as it happened, it, it kind of, you know, it got that shock, that, not shock, it got that shock value, and then it pulled me back in, like, what's going to happen next? I need to know, because the match isn't over yet, you know, obviously they're going to do more, I just want to know what's going to happen, and it just, it, it kept, um, it was, it was one of those things where it kept uh, increasing your, your, your attention span, not attention span, increasing your, 
um, your focus on what's going to happen and keeping your attention. It was amazing. One, a couple of things that actually stood out. One, um, uh, these these uh, these two chairs, these two metal chairs, are put together, uh, facing each other, if you will. He, one of the guys, one of the opposing guys, goes through and puts his head on the chair, and um, he brings out this what looks to be like a bucket. We don't we don't know what the hell is in the bucket. Next thing you know. The guy literally pours like tacks, you know, like those small little tacks. And I'm not talking about your your colored tacks, you know, rainbow tacks that you would get at the store, but like, you know, like silver, you know, like, uh, but he pours it on him, you know, um, obviously not on his face, because I, I think that would be a little bit too far, but uh, now, 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 pours it on him. The simple fact that they included the tacks in there because they're sharp, like, I, I don't I don't know where they're going to go with this. Um, the Hallets, the the larger gentleman, um, he somehow they 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 uh, okay that's where it was. Something happened where he gets uh, picked up and he gets dropped quite literally on these tacks. So this guy is wearing a lot of these tacks on his body, and then one of the other guys on the opposing team grabs him, if I remember correctly, grabs him, handcuffs him to uh, one of the one of the one of the one of the four uh four pillars on the on the on the in the ring and his 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 partner is just getting you know just getting reamed you know he, he's he's getting tag team and it's you can see blood coming down his face you know and uh, uh he he's 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 it seems like he's just he's out of commission and next thing you know um shit starts to get completely crazy where they get out of the ring and they they actually get um uh out into the actual like sitting space where all the customer not customers all uh, the audiences and stuff like that you know fights are going on on opposite ends um you know the managers are trying to get involved you know um uh and and, and seeing what's happening they can't even get involved because they're 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 just like I, you gotta let them duke it out you know that kind of thing the guy with the cowboy hat i'm sure he's from, probably from a different match um, um, you, you see these twos just going at each other, you know, and it, what was amazing to me was just the, the extent, you know, the, 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 um, the extent that they were going, not just in the ring, but also out of the ring, getting the audience involved, making it look like as real as possible. They were, they seemed like they were just going hardcore. Like it was a, like it was a fu uh, full out brawl, you know, like a street battle of some kind. Oh my gosh, I just thought of this now. The whole crowd literally was chanting, holy shit, holy shit. And, and, and I think they did it two or three times uh, throughout because the match had gone on for so long. Sorry if this is a very elongated answer. It just, it was, it was just, it was amazing the entire time seeing this last match as well. You know, it's I, I'm I enjoyed that answer because if you if you had time um, I'm not sure if you have or not uh, you don't have to answer yes or no but if you had the opportunity to listen to our podcast um, either the live stream or the podcast version of it last week so we talked about this entire event we went through every match we I mean <clears throat> this this interview with you is just kind of you know your overall experience but we went through every match. You just had a, you know, what you call the long-winded answer, you know, but you taught, you spoke kind of passionately about, about it because, you know, that, that match right there probably pulled you in as far as, you know, 
you know, I want to go back. I, I want to, you know, I remember you at the end of that match. You, you know, you, you looked at me and you said, you better, you know, call me next time you guys come to one. Oh, exactly. I, I talked to you and I, I basically like reached out like, hey, dude, like while I still have kind of a beer in my hand, I'll reach out my other hand. I'm like, dude, next time you, boy, you include your boy. All right. Invite me. You know, yep. states, Chase starts laughing. You start laughing. And I and after we all start or like kind of slow down laughing, I look at you. And I'm like, nah, man, I'm serious. Next time. Next time you guys go invite me. All right. Like, just, please. This was awesome. The majority of our podcast, we had a one-hour-long podcast. I would say about mm-hmm. 30 minutes of that was talking about nothing but the main event. It, and it was nothing but the Howlets, nothing but the premiere. And it was because it was such a memorable match to me and to Chase as well. Um, one of the best matches we've ever seen live. and We've been to many matches together. Um you know, combination of AEW and NXT and local promotions. Um, never seen anything like it. I've never seen a hardcore match or a street fight like that up close and personal. Something I thought was really funny. I was outside uh, um, smoking a cigarette and talking to uh, a random person who also, similar to myself, was a little bit more of a, a novice, you know, not not as uh, aware of all the little tips and tricks and things to know, things, you know, that uh, – other people know that I haven't learned yet, but they have um, uh, these terms. Correct me if I'm wrong, please. They have the heel, yep. who is the bad guy uh, in that particular match, and then they have uh, I think they called it uh, face or a, a baby face. Baby face, yep. Baby face. Okay, yeah. So I, when I learned that, I had literally had no idea. Though those were actual like terms that were used to describe i understood like you understand that there's um you know like always going to be a good guy and a bad guy kind of scenario in that sense i didn't know that there were coined uh terms for it in that realm so i just i long story short i just thought it was amazing learning something like that so. yeah you know thank you for coming on here and and kind of giving us your feedback it, it, it was it was awesome to kind of get your feedback as far as you know from a non-wrestling fanatic like chase and i are it's nice to see you know someone who can come in who doesn't really know much about about sports entertainment professional wrestling and and come in there and have a great time and that's kind of what we want to promote on this you know on this podcast is just you know even if you don't even if you didn't grow up with it even though you're not a huge fan of it um you know you can still come out there you know spend spend a little bit of money um, come out there for $15, $20, however much the, the ticket costs are, you know, for each promotion. Not sure what they all are, but um, mm-hmm. front row, third row, whatever. You're, there's not a bad seat in the house. That Camelot ballroom was great. But um, come out there and enjoy professional wrestling. You don't have to be a fan. You're going to have a good time regardless. You know, there's there's a concession stand. There's a, there's a merchandise table. There's professional wrestling. There's a show going on in front of you. You get interactive, obviously, you saw with the main event. So, um, again, Chris, Kukendall, I appreciate you coming on here um, and, and taking the time out to, to tell us what your experiences were. 
I, I appreciate you having me on. Um, I, hopefully some of my answers weren't uh, too elongated. I, I understand that I can do that sometimes. So, But I appreciate you guys uh, having me on, and I'm looking forward to um, listening uh, to the podcast going forward and also going out to the next event. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I have become a fan. I'll put it like that. Awesome. Awesome, guys. All right, we'll, uh, we'll go ahead and shut this off, and uh, uh, hope you guys enjoy the rest of the podcast.